Hey, my name's Alex, and welcome to Alex Listens, a podcast about philosophy and politics and race and mental health. Today, I'm going to be talking about antidepressants. For a long time, I was on them for about two years, and earlier this year, in maybe April, I came off them and was off them for about six months, and then recently, I've come back on them. So, yeah, I I wanted to reflect on how they have helped me, how they haven't helped me, and a lot of the feelings of shame and guilt I felt around coming back on them. So that's what today's episode is going to be about. Um, before we get to the episode, just a few things to mention. Firstly, if you're listening to this episode uh, as a podcast, um, you can also watch it. Um, you can watch it on my YouTube channel and there'll be a link in the bio for the episode to that. Secondly, if you're enjoying the podcast or any of the other work I do, please consider supporting it. There are no ads that I run on this podcast, so it's just it's just me. I'm the one doing all the work. So if you're enjoying it, um, please think about supporting it through either Patreon or PayPal. Um, that'll be very helpful for me and allow me to keep affording to make episodes. So please click the link in my bio if you'd like to support. And finally, uh, follow me on on social media. I'm on on TikTok, which is pretty funny. So Alex listens on TikTok, Alex listens on Instagram. They're my main two platforms. Um, and last but not least, as usual, I'm running a beginner's philosophy course. And so if you're interested in learning about philosophy, check the course out. All details on for everything I mentioned in the bio. Thanks, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Antidepressants. So I've been, I was on sertraline or Zoloft for two years from maybe March 2019 until March 2021. And I have suffered from depression for all of my adult life and also a lot of my adolescence. Um, It's been something that is a big part of my identity and something that shapes and informs and affects and changes the way I relate to the world and the way I relate to others. Um, And for some brief personal history, my depression was very bad for, uh, yeah, for for a few years, between the age of 18 and 22. um, I was very, very depressed, very affected by it, got in the way of everything that I was trying to do. Um, and one of the main things that helped me, uh, helped me out of, helped me move out of this place was antidepressants, uh, in combination with therapy. And I had a good run on sertraline. I had a good run on that antidepressant, um, two years, uh, it went by very quickly and my mental health improved b- pretty quickly as well. I went from having a very hard time kind of, you know, focusing, having a very hard time um, investing myself in my studies to pretty quickly uh, picking a lot of things back up that I had once enjoyed and finding a lot more joy in things. Um, And so antidepressants for me were extremely effective. Um, (laughs) I'm not sponsored by Big Pharma or anything like that. Um, this is and obviously I'm not a doctor either. So none of this is none of this constitutes medical advice. Um, this is just my experience. And then 
something happened in maybe March of this year where March 2021 where I was thinking about how long it had been since I had started using antidepressants and two years felt like a really long time to be on them um, and so I decided that I wanted to stop I wanted to come off them and if you've listened to my podcast before you'll know that I have made a number of episodes about what it was like coming off antidepressants. Um, there are a number of episodes. I think I called them life after antidepressants. You can check them out. There'll be a link in my bio. Um, but it was, it was grueling. It was so tough coming off them. Um, I've never really, you know, I don't really get headaches, fortunately. And I had headaches. I was sweating. I don't sweat much either. Um, I was shivering when it was warm. I was shivering when it was cold. Um, my head was spinning and this went on for weeks. Um, but eventually after, you know, having been off them for a few weeks, the symptoms kind of went away and, uh, I adjusted. It felt like my body kind of remembered what it was like not being on medication. Um, and I was off them for six months from, yeah, I guess late March, early April of this year until four weeks ago and four weeks ago. Yeah. I was having a tough time. Um, and in the past, I guess one of the things I want to talk about in this episode is why, why I decided to go back on antidepressants. Uh, so why did I decide to go back on antidepressants? Um, and look, it wasn't easy. That was, it really wasn't easy. It was a very, very challenging personal decision to make because I am very stubborn and I'm also very protective of myself and this idea of kind of, uh, this sense that like, I guess I'm a perfectionist. And so there's so much going on here. There's like, there's this fear that going back on medication or even starting medication in the first place means that I have failed. It means that like, you know, I, I'm, I'm not good enough that I, I must rely on some kind of external chemical to recalibrate things in my mind. So that was a big obstacle I had to overcome. Then there was also this feeling that I wasn't strong enough. I wasn't resilient enough. Um, I wasn't confident enough. Um, and that I didn't trust myself enough to know that I could work through the feelings that I was feeling. Um, and this, these feelings, the combination of this fear of, you know, kind of yielding to medication and this fear of this fear of failure, you know, that I have failed myself. I have let myself down that I haven't pushed myself hard enough. It was a combination of all of these things that prevented me from going on antidepressants in the first place. When I was 18, you know, a psychiatrist recommended antidepressants for me, but it took me f five years before I worked up the courage to go on them. And this time around, things felt quite different. I, I noticed this feeling of fear that I had. I noticed that, you know, I was feeling a similar way to how I felt years ago when you know, I thought that the best thing for me was just to endure the feelings of depression, the feelings of 
heaviness, the lack of motivation, the complete loss of interest in socializing. It's, yeah, I guess one of the the funny things about my depression is that it's very obviously a self-perpetuating cycle. I, you know, I become depressed and I lose interest in in socializing and this kind of stuff. And then that makes me even more depressed and that makes me even less interested in socializing. And I guess the reason why I decided to go back on antidepressants is because it was partly out of fear. It was, I didn't, one thing that I kind of, one conversation I had with myself a few years ago when I first went on antidepressants was that I didn't want to I didn't want to lose years of my life to this feeling, this consuming, totalizing feeling that depression is. I guess enough time had gone by where I had been affected by that. And it's very hard. It was very hard for me to kind of, you know, rely on myself as as a kind of you know, spiritual, emotional, physical uh, guide through my depression. And so, yeah, that's, I was very afraid that I was going to repeat that cycle and lose and lose a few years again to depression. So I decided to, to go back on them. Um, obviously, you know, this was in consultation with my psychiatrist who I see regularly. Um, this isn't just me arbitrarily deciding, ah, I'm going to go back on an antidepressant. Um, so yeah, that's, that's how I ended up going back on them. Um, and I thought that I'd, for any of you who have thought about going on antidepressants and were wondering what it's like, I thought that I would break down my experience of coming back onto them this time, which is the second time I've been on them. So I feel like I was very, very sensitive and very, very aware of the changes that I experienced. So here's what it was like. I, you know, I was kind of journaling very regularly. So I have a good, have a good idea of what it was like. So the first week was shocking. The first week of coming on antidepressants is shocking. Um, it was shocking for me. So so disorientating. Um, my sleep was so affected. I think I was, you know, one, I feel like one good thing that I, one good biological thing that I've inherited is the ability to sleep. Um, and so for my entire life, it's been very easy for me to fall asleep. But in the first week on antidepressants, my sleep was, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't happening much. Um, I would wake up very regularly in the middle of the night. It would be very hard for me to fall asleep. And sometimes I'd wake up at two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning and be wide awake. And for the first week, there were a few days where I would get out of bed and start my day at two in the morning. Um, and I would be awake until 10 p.m. in the evening, you know, that day. Um, and I'd get four hours sleep. And the funny thing is that on, on antidepressants, for me, you know, you don't feel the depths of fatigue that you feel that I felt not being on them. And so I would often feel relatively energized. Um, but you know, it's a pretty confronting experience being awake for so many hours, like 
I almost feel like that contributed to my depression being like, you know, wondering what to do with days that were going for 20 hours. Um, so that was, that was kind of the main, the main problem with me, the, the main problem that I had in the first week on antidepressants, um, was the way that it affected my sleep and not knowing how to spend, you know, 20 hour days. Um, and this carried on into the second week and I think it actually got worse in the second week. Um, I guess it was a bit less consistent in the second week. Um, I, I think there were a few nights where I slept through the entire night, but there were some nights where my sleep was interrupted and I'd be awake for a few hours and then eventually fall back asleep. Um, and apart from the sleep stuff in the second week, I also started to feel some other physical symptoms. Like I noticed that my hands were quite shaky, that I was more fidgety than usual. Um, I noticed that my, my kind of attention was more jumpy than usual. Uh, and yeah, I guess that's, that's kind of lingered until now. I feel like my attention is a bit more jumpy than usual. Um, I feel like the fidgety, the kind of physical, you know, um, stimulation, the, the increased physical kind of awareness that I felt on antidepressants. I feel like that has gone down. Um, but yeah, the third week was when things started to calm down. My sleep was getting better. I was sleeping more regularly, finding it easier to fall asleep, sleeping for, you know, six hours, seven hours uninterrupted. Um, as I said, the kind of physical heightened state that I was feeling was still there. I was still kind of fidgeting, tapping a lot. I guess, you know, I listened to a lot of music and I just had melodies kind of bouncing around my skull incessantly for a few days. Um, that's probably also the fault of being on TikTok. One thing that I started doing in the third week because I, f I was kind of a bit starting to become a bit concerned about the agitated physical state that I would find myself in sometimes. One thing I started to do was I got back into meditation. Um, and I've been meditating every day for the past two weeks or so. Um, and that has been very, very confusing experience because, uh, you know, I've been doing it in the morning, but at different times every day, sometimes I do it first thing in the morning. Sometimes I do it after having been awake for a few hours, for a few hours. And that has in the morning been a very important way for me to kind of level out my thinking and to, you know, establish some sort of equilibrium and harmony and to like really make things more steady. Um, and so that's, that's something that I started doing in, towards the end of the third week. Um, and that's really been a saving grace for me in terms of like the increased physical agitated state that I have sometimes found myself in that I think is caused by the antidepressant. Um, so the fourth week, which I'm coming to the end of now, uh, my sleep has returned to normal, which is very good. Um, I haven't, 
really had any other physical or emotional symptoms that I'm aware of. Uh, I guess I feel like I'm on, you know, a relatively small dose. So uh, I imagine that if my dose increases, I'll feel, hopefully I don't feel these symptoms again, but I'll feel a change in the emotional kind of side effects, um, which I felt last time. I remember feeling very absent for extended periods of time as my dosage increased. Um, but one thing that is, I guess the most important thing that I should talk about is my mood and how that's changed. So the first two and a half, three weeks, my mood was still very low. Um, and I was also feeling very anxious and antidepressants for me have been extremely helpful uh, an extremely helpful way for me to, you know, it's been very helpful for my, for managing my levels of anxiety and stress. Um, and so for the first three weeks or so, I feel like things were getting worse. My mood was getting worse. Um, I was feeling very uninspired, very unenthusiastic. I was also feeling very stressed, um, you know, about silly things. And over the past week, suddenly things have started to pick up um and whether or not this coincides with melbourne coming out of lockdown i'm not sure um but yeah i i feel today i feel pretty good yeah so that's that's kind of a brief discussion of where i'm at right now um so feeling moderately depressed, feeling moderately anxious, um, back on antidepressants and not feeling particularly resentful about being back on them. So yeah, thanks for listening. If you're listening, thanks for watching. If you're watching, um, and if you enjoyed this, you know, subscribe on whatever platform you're on, um, tell a friend, and take care. I hope you're well. I'll see you in the next episode.